Hey guys, before we get into the episode, uh, I'm just going to talk here for a minute. It's me, the new host of the... No, it's Mark. I'm just sick. Um, but I wanted to mention one or two things. Specifically, uh, we got a nice email from a listener, Chad, uh, yesterday morning, uh, with the subject line, Are you guys still recording episodes? Uh, so with that, I'd like to also mention that I'm sorry. Uh, this episode's been so delayed. Been really busy. Um, I need to get better at that. Um Chad writes, Hello, one of my anime-related goals for 2017 was to watch all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3, which I had put off for months after the season started. However, I'm proud to say that I just finished the season last night after a month and a half of watching one or two episodes a day. Anyway, I found your podcast on iTunes. You guys win the SEO when folks like myself search for JoJo. I started from episode zero yesterday and I've pushed you guys ahead of my usual podcast because I really like the cross-section between you three hosts. Hopefully you guys are still recording, Chad. Uh, Yes, Chad, we are still recording episodes. Uh, We will probably continue to record episodes uh, until the earth is destroyed by the expanding sun. Um, And actually, um, you and everyone listening... Uh, we'll hear a bump in audio quality uh, coming very soon in the next few episodes uh, because we invested in better equipment, so I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm really glad to hear someone is using the podcast as a companion to the show. Um, that's one of the things uh, that we were hoping it would be used as, and uh, I'm glad we come up on search engines, that the SEO, the search engine optimization factor, is nice because um, we haven't really tried to do that except you know, going on iTunes and asking people to give us five stars. Uh, the only other thing that I thought I'd mention is just that um, a mobile phone or iOS and Android game uh, called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond Records came out a few weeks ago. Uh, so if you have a Japan region phone, you can uh, install it, play it. I don't know if it's free or paid for. Uh, or if you know how to fool uh, the App Store or Play Store into making it seem like you have a Japanese phone, you could cheat and play it that way. And if you do know how to do that, uh, feel free to let uh, me know because I want to play it. I'm curious and I don't know how to do that stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks again for listening and uh, please keep messages coming. And it really means a lot to us. Uh, if for no other reason, then uh, it indicates that actual humans are listening and not just, you know, please follow me back bots running up our numbers. Uh, anyway, on with the show. noticed one that sounded like shit, so that's good. Okay, good. Uh, anyway. Thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Uh, this is a show where we talk about the JoJo's Bizarre... Holy shit. Podcast? I, my brain literally just was like, <laughs> anime. <laughs> what? I'm not going to retake it. Uh, this that's is a good. podcast, a show where we watch the anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Season 3, Diamond is Unbreakable. Uh, that's also Arc 4, if you happen to read the comic. But if you did, you'd you know all this, I think. Uh, my name is Mark. I'm Jackie. Hi. Hey, Jackie. What's I'm Miles. They- <laughs> yes. I, was like, I was like, what am I going to do about Miles? I was debating just like... I'm here. Chica's the silent. new Miles. <laughs> it's me, Miles. You've, you've, seen, you've seen Chica's before. You've seen her, somehow. Seen her. Mixed race children are an abomination. Miles' catchphrase. Your version of Miles. Um, yes. Yeah, so Miles is not here anymore. Uh, we had a Ever. falling out. No, he has the Miles has the flu this week. 
hopefully this week <laughs> he could be the rest of his life. Who knows? No um, he did send us his thoughts, so we'll be reading those a little bit later. Oh. Um, so sitting in for him is our first repeat guest. Yeah. It's Chikis. Hello. That was Chikis. And we have a guest that we mentioned on Chikis' episode, actually. That's right. We have Dave. Hey. Hi, Dave. It's Dave. How's it going? Dave. So Made me is... watch something weird. We did watch something <laughs> weird. Occasionally, I would just glance up at his face while we were watching, and it was like really angry, kind of confused, and note-taking. That's, was, that's sort of good. how you should watch this show. Yeah. Like, you should smile occasionally, but a lot of the show is like, is, what? That, is that a photo? Like, a lot of the time. Um, let me just get out of the way a few things. Uh, one, the place where this podcast is most at home is soundcloud.com slash jjbpod. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes. Just look up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. And we're on Stitcher. I'm guessing you can search Stitcher somehow. I don't know how. Um, you can also write to us at jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Um, we've had a few nice listener emails. No one has sent death threats so far. No, that's and, nice. And uh, you don't have to if you don't, if you don't want to. Please don't send anything like that. Also, I've been making posts on the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure subreddit, which is reddit.com slash r slash stardust crusaders when dave is on reddit a lot during the day i'll come home and he'll be like oh we were talking about and that we refers to himself and then reddit <laughs> and reddit yeah so i've had that was... where i've been like i was talking to, and then i was like no you weren't <laughs> <laughs> you were listening to a podcast and now you're going to tell somebody an anecdote from a podcast you yeah. loser <laughs> you, dave and reddit are old friends freaking yes. millennial me and all reddit Yes. I'm wondering if have you actually confirmed that we're on Stitcher? Like, has anyone actually no. seen Stitcher? He's no. just willing. Like, he's willing. I got to like a Stitcher. Can we, can we confirm Stitcher even exists? I, Stitcher is a thing because I used to have the app. Oh, okay. Uh, you are the you're the only f- person. Yes. I'm really sorry. I know who's downloaded Stitcher. I, mean, I had it forever ago. I don't currently have it. Uh, not unless Stitcher is listening. In which case, exactly. Hey, Stitcher. Hi, Stitcher. But they can't be our sponsor. Like, I don't think a podcast platform could sponsor a podcast, right? No. That Maybe. would be never mind. I don't know that I've ever encountered that, but doesn't mean it couldn't happen. I guess not. Sorry, not anymore. Definitely not now. <laughs> Bye, Stitcher. <laughs> I don't know who uses you. If you use Stitcher, please tell us. We've said this before. If you use Stitcher, tell us. I will PayPal you one dollar. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I used Stitcher in the past. Uh, no, no, no. It's, oh, okay. It's, no. okay. Pre-existing conditions need not apply. <laughs> uh, and using Stitcher is a condition. I'm doing some work from my phone, but don't You're, tell you're me. working? I'm working right now. It's okay. <laughs> from my phone. It's awful. Jackie's a very important person at her job, and sometimes she gets summoned, yes. and she has to use a device. Hmm. She's a doctor. She's doing surgery through her phone. <laughs> uh, anyway, I sh- we should probably... Um, Using a drone to perform surgery. Oh, God. To just at least give the, the subject title for anyone who's been listening and is wondering what the fuck this has to do with uh, JoJo's. Uh, like I said, we're in the middle of season three. This is episode, I think, 25 called John Ken Boy is Coming. Uh, and we only did one episode this week just because the next episode is part of a two-parter. And we found in the past that recording three episodes... Sucks. Um, so, kind of our format has been with the guests. Um, Dave, what is what is your experience like with, with anime in general? Um, so, I mean, Toonami was obviously a thing, like, when I was growing up. And so, I remember having to, actually making a point of being like, oh, it's 5.30, Dragon Ball Z's on. Okay. And, like, going home. And so, like, I guess this is this, this typical yep. um, kind of intro to anime for... 
I feel like a every, lot of everybody I know has watched Dragon Ball. Yeah, I think like that's better. that's definitely the entry point. But then you know I've like watched I've watched Neon Genesis. I've watched Attack on Titan. Um, loved Attack. I owned all of Trigun. I owned. Uh, a lot of Cowboy Bebop. They've had a lot but, of Trigon memorabilia when we first started dating. I don't know if he still has it. So the, a, a lot, I, like I am, a, I was aware of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but things that I've watched have been like things that appeal to American tastes and not really like. Yeah. There's like this <laughs> whole like weird days. Japanese thing going on on the side, and I'm just like, okay, that's there. I see you, but I'm gonna stay over here yeah. on the shallow side of the pool. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think it's it, it's pretty weird. It's not like. No, it's weird. Coming uh, into it not knowing anything yeah, is hard. It's, if yeah. you jump in, like, the first the first season is not that weird. Like, there's a few moments where you're like, what? But for the most part, it's it's pretty straightforward. Um, when, but, once you learn the, the universe, I think it's a lot easier. Like, everything sort of makes sense takes, after yeah. that. Yeah. Dave, did you ever try to play the Trigun opening riff? Oh, guitar? yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you do yeah. it? Oh, if I could do that, that's what I would do most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when what I was. What does it sound like? Air guitar it for us. It's like. Oh, you know it. Okay, yeah. all right. I could keep going. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm already turning red. The rest but. of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, that series actually was a big influence on me play, learning guitar early on because yeah, it's just like it's it great. Had a lot of great riffs in it. God. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of anime has fucking great soundtracks, mm-hmm. and Trigon was curse. definitely one. Of them. I'm sorry, <laughs> you're so good at this. <laughs> Um, what was I gonna say? Something. Oh, the Trigun manga. I read the. I, I watched the anime, and I was kind of like, "What is this fucking ending?" And it's because they they had to finish it before the comic was over. Oh. The comic actually gets a lot more serious and dark. It's ultimately like a dark ending too, though. A little bit. I I'd have to. It's really it. good. If you want, if you want to read the comics, I can lend them to you. I have. Them. Okay. That was the only manga that I've bought all of in English, because okay. I was just determined to. Even though, like, immediately, like. I could have gotten all the illegal ripped ones that people amateurly translated, but I was like, I'm going to give Dark Horse my money for English translated Japanese bullshit. Yeah, so actually a, a funny, well, it's not a funny story, but a story um, <laughs> related, wow. Just immediately related to like how I got into Trigun, but because it, before it showed up on Cartoon Network, I like started watching it, and the, the, and the way that happened was my brother used to work at Staples. And whenever somebody would come in and buy office furniture, like that was their thing to, like, uh, you know, help the people with the boxes to the car. And so somebody came in and bought office furniture. And, you know, as he was helping the guy to the car, he's like, man, I don't have a tip for you, but I have this thing. And he handed him a <laughs> magic sword, a, a Vash the Stampede toy. Okay. Yeah, like a, an action figure, a posable action figure. <laughs> you look because, like a nerd. Take this. <laughs> well, I mean, because. Um, uh, Todd McFarlane's uh, studios, like the, where they prototype the action figures, is actually in the town that we live in right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And so he oh, worked. Is that in, where those toys came from? Yeah. Because the guy worked there and he just had all these prototypes. And so he's just like, here, have this. Take this as a tip. So my brother brought it home and we're like looking at this thing. We're like, what is this? <laughs> so then we found it in like, oh, what was like, it was like West Coast video or something like that. Um, yeah, uh, started it from there. It was a very weird thing. So yeah, so you, so you've seen anime, you get it. Yeah, like Mary had to be like, why are these? Are these children? <laughs> she like couldn't believe it. Well, also second. to be fair, the, the size thing is weird. The sizes of people are but it, I'm bizarre. Not, I'm used to it. 
with like Sailor Moon and some other anime. The I, I think I need to watch after. Sailor Moon. They're supposed to be 14, but... Sailor Moon is 14? In, in the start, in the, when the, the series begins. My. And her oh uh, my. <laughs> tuxedo mask is like in his 20s. So Yikes. there's a big uh, gap. How can I watch Sailor Moon? Um, we can talk about this after. We don't maybe have to maybe it's right on. Crunchyroll has an updated... Uh, they like... There's like Sailor Moon Crystal something, which is like... The, mm. It's like new... It's like it's it's still it's it follows the manga closely. It's it's basically a reboot. Of Is Sailor it worth Moon. watching? Um, I like it. I don't know if 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 you want nostalgia of the original Sailor Moon. I don't know the original Sailor Moon. Okay, then watch this. It's okay. <laughs> if you like classic, if you want to see what like classic is it eighties or nineties? Yeah, it's like nineties. Okay, it's like nineties anime. By the way, I think it is just Sailor yeah. Moon Crystal. I think is the new yeah. one. I think it's just that's it. Cool. Yeah. Like you were trying to figure out like a Japanese title, like mm-hmm. Crystal End yeah. or something, but it's just Crystal. <laughs> there, there, is, there is kind of a charm to the 90s one, yeah. mm-hmm. but... 90s I mean, anime, man. If, and if, I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe you don't like the art as much on this. Some people, I mean, different people like the art of the older one yeah, yeah, yeah. better. Cool. So. Thanks. Anyway. But they're pretty much the same. You, you don't need to watch both. Just pick oh. one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, okay, I read that viewer email listener email anyway let's get into the episode so again we watched uh john ken boy is coming uh john ken if you would figure out if you watch the episode just means rock paper scissors it's just i think john ken poem it's just instead of rock paper scissors it's those uh sounds Mm -hmm. um so does that mean anything i'm gonna look it up i think i think it's just rock paper scissors but i I could well yeah well hmm, no well, Ken is, is fist. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Ken is fist. But they, they can oh, also, depending that. on how you write it, it could be mm-hmm. Street Fighter. something else. Yeah. It is indeed. Uh, John Ken is the Japanese equivalent of rock, paper, scissors, but takes a whole new level in terms of usage and importance in daily life. Oh, my God. Really? If there is ever a clash of opinion between two people in Japan, oh more often than not, this really? potentially embarrassing situation will be decided with John Ken. Who wrote this? Uh, fandom. <laughs> John Ken Boy. Wiki. <laughs> Powered by Wikipedia. I don't know. I mean, it's it sounds accurate based on just anime and shows that I've wait, seen. Wait, but wait, what wiki? Rock paper scissors wiki? Some random ass <laughs> wiki. I don't know. Before it's they, very small. Before they had junk and they just fought each other to the death. Yeah. <laughs> this is saving lives. Uh, let's see. On a daily basis. Uh, rock is called goo. Scissors is called choki. Excuse me. Paper is called pa. Did you say choki back there? Yes. Goo, choky. The and rules pa. and gestures are the same, um, but I don't know what they mean. Why isn't it called goo choky pa? <laughs> don't you laugh at me? No. <laughs> don't, don't some people like also yeah, why is like it called Rochambeau or something? Rochambeau. Did 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 uh? What? I feel like this podcast is super boring right now. In English, is also like Rochambeau. What is that? That's like what some people call it. Why? I thought Rochambeau was where you kick each other in the dick. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I'm pretty sure that's a South Park. That's a, that they do that in. I, I didn't really watch South Park, but I'm pretty sure it's like. <laughs> that's why you got out of South Park. You're like, I don't really watch it, but Rochambeau is because kids. When I was younger, kids would would joke about that. I don't think anyone did that. You would just kick each other in the dick over and over until someone tapped out. Like one at a time, you'd take turns. I would tap out at zero if you were like, I'm seriously about this. Before you start playing, it's yours. Yeah. Jesus. Boys. Boys are so dumb. Boys. Boys are so dumb. Boys keep kicking. 
Anyway. <laughs> right. Sorry, I needed to pull up the summary because I was like, I don't need it. It was one episode. And then I just blanked out. I was like, oh. And ten minutes of silence. Um, look at our basically, phones. though, to recap, we know that uh, Kira... Well, you know, I'm sorry. Before we even jump into that. Sorry for anybody screaming, wondering when we're going <laughs> to summarize the episode. But, Chikas, have you watched anything in between... What you saw in this. No, but I have listened to all of the podcast episodes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so you know our interpretation. Yes. Of, of, uh, okay. I, do. I am currently in the middle of the episode that you recorded with Bill. Yeah. Which, by the way, I uploaded early. <laughs> that is after, order. that's out of order. There oh, should have oh been, no. Yeah, there should have been something else, and we, we reference it in that. We talk about a mix-up where a severed hand gets switched it to the lunch It has been bag. a little confusing hearing yes. you talking about this guy taking hands on dates. Yeah. So and I don't know what that's about. Yeah. Although I do I do want to go back and watch some of the other episodes because they sounded really cool. Like they the, really the, cool. the the Cinderella one mm-hmm. sounds really cool. With the titty robot? Yes. I think I said titty robot like a hundred times on that episode. Yeah. I want to I want to go back and watch Fancy Tony. Fancy uh, Tony. That's a great one. Cause that like I hadn't I hadn't listened to your episode of that the last time I was here to record, right. and it sounded really cool. So yeah, it's a good. But one. I'm glad to see Rohan Kishibe come back. Yeah, and I, I liked him this episode actually. He's way more likable than he was previously when he was tearing spiders in half and <laughs> opening people's faces. He, I didn't hate him. This episode. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I mean, right off the bat, they try to ingratiate I, him to you, right? When they're like. He's like he's like out there trying to find uh, trying to find who Kira is now. Mm. He's got like the photo album. I think that they just put someone else on the episode for him to fight against who was worse than he was, and that made him okay. Yes. <laughs> and they like they really hit home that this child was annoying. Like I was, I think yeah. I wrote down what did I put? Um, I, wrote I totally down. agree with Rohan. Beating a brat is super satisfying, yeah. which is terrible to say because I'm a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. I have I have no patience for this child. My this first my first note down. was Ken's voice sucks. <laughs> Ken what, is drunken boy. With his, is there like with his lips? Is something I, supposed to be? I don't know. He has was, ginormous lips. He's, he has huge lips. Yes, yeah. he is. A, he's a Jenner. I was confident <laughs> that his stand was going to be. Um, Lip sync? <laughs> no, that it was going to be uh, Is it a Mick Jagger to Funky Oh, I thought it would be like a Rolling Stones reference because of his giant lips. No, nope. But it wasn't. He's just ugly. <laughs> Mick Jagger has a giant mouth. Yeah, but I don't You're think his at... lips are like that, like big like he that. He does this. He does make that face. She's making, if you thought like, what is the face Mick Jagger? She's got it. I have she's the Mick Jagger face. Yeah. yeah, baby, she's got it. I'm your Venus. Anyway, so uh, so we've got Yoshihiro, who is Kira's dad, who is a ghost, obviously. Is that the guy in the flying iPad? Uh, it's a <laughs> Polaroid photo. Or not really a Polaroid, it's a Brocam photo. There's a camera that instantly puts out photos in the last episode, but instead of Polaroid, it says Brocam, <laughs> which is weird. So bra. it's for bros. I guess. <laughs> oh, we've got to have this bro cam, cam. bro. <laughs> It's just like something frat dudes use. Okay, so does it do that to every, anyone that it takes a picture of? You can like come Puts out them of the into pic- like a you can come out of it. No, it's that if he is in the photo. Wait a minute, this makes no sense. How was he in the photo if he's a ghost? Oh, I guess you can't see him until you take. He's a, photo a ghost that only exists in photos. Yes, but only in photos that he's in. But yes. how can he be in photos if he's invisible? Is it like a Harry Potter thing? Wait, what do you sort mean of, invisible? yeah. He's not invisible. What do you mean he's invisible? He's invisible, remember? Because they see ghost. him in the photo, but then they turn around and he's not there. Because he's in the photo. So I guess he, I guess he's visible when you take a photo of him. I thought he just was in a photo. I, I don't no, think he's they take a photo. No, they take a photo that, that moment that they're there. Remember the camera just goes off? Sorry we're recapping last episode. 
You know what I'm talking about? No. They're they're in the room. Yeah. And the camera just prints out a photo, and they look. Oh, and he's in the. Photo. And he's in the photo, but they can't see him in real life, right? Can they? No, if, they if, can't. They can't see him in real life. I think he only exists in photos. I don't think he's actually there. But if then, they take two photos of him, will they both? be like him popping this is, out and moving? You should listen because that is in a... I'm, I'm trying to listen, but you put them out in the wrong order. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. No, I put out this one. Wait. No, it's not out yet. It's not out yet. No, it's not out yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, did I do this? No, it's uh, it's it's coming. Okay. Uh, or you could just watch it. So I it's, yeah, I could. Nah. Okay. It's Kira's dad who's dead, but exists in photos and can manipulate the world in the photo, okay. but... Uh, he got fucked over because someone figured out that if they just took a photo where he's the only thing in the photo, then he, then can't, he can't affect anything. anything. And he's trapped there? Yeah, yeah, but for some reason he can also affect the outside world from the photo, which isn't explained or justified really. But it is sort of funny looking. And he can so really grab like, items from out. Like, it's yeah. weird. He, is that how he got the arrow? He stole the arrow. Yeah. because So they were like, what? So they they figured out there's more than one arrow. Okay. Because oh. they were like, we gave the arrow to the Speedwagon Foundation. That's right. The Speedwagon Foundation. Tell him the guy's name. Robert E.O. Speedwagon is the guy from the first. <laughs> Dave put his hand Dave on his face. Dave loves it. Um, he's one of the best characters. Um, he's got like a, a bladed hat like Kung Lao and he gets, he gets beat up like instantly. Um, but So this guy is flying around. He has, he has the arrow and he wants to protect his son by creating more stand users because... Seems like a terrible idea. It is very hard to predict, right? But that's what you do: is you stab people with the arrow. If they didn't have it in them to manifest this power, then they die. Oh! If they do, <laughs> yep. It doesn't matter if they're ten years old. If they do have the power, then they recover from the arrow. It didn't really hurt them, and they now have a power. Yeah. Um, and people with that power tend to be drawn together. So. Yoshihiro is flying around in the in the the uh, Polaroid, the Brocam, and he's like, "I want to kill somebody." And he's like, I, "The arrow will will tell me who to shoot it at." It kind of uses it like a like a divine divining rod. Is that what they're yes. called? Yeah. And he kind of lets it point, and he's like, <laughs> "It's this weird like extra ten seconds that doesn't need to happen where it points at a telephone pole." And he's like, the "How is this relevant to anything?" And he just, <laughs> and he just looks up, and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> like they didn't need to person. do that at all." <laughs> So he sees a 10-year-old boy who's, like, climbing a pole or a tree, something near the, the pole. And it is then assumed that he then fires the arrow. I don't know how because he doesn't have the bow. It's like a dart. I guess he just throws it like a javelin. He just stabs the kid. Maybe he just, like, <laughs> tries to reach him, like, as far as his arm will I reach mean, out. I mean, he could theoretically, theoretically just, like, float over the Polaroid and just, like... Can he control where he floats, though? I mean... I don't think he can. It, well, he was ready. Like he could. I don't know. It's sort of coincidental. Like, when he first leaves the house, he has a string on his sweater in the photo that's unraveling, so he's, like, kind of grappling around oh, with that. Oh, he uses that later. Okay. He and does, then, I did notice that, but I couldn't tell what it was. He leaves sense. the house by lassoing a pigeon and irritating it, so it flies away, and <laughs> he's just, like, a floating Polaroid on a bird. It's pretty funny looking. So I don't know how he's really able to... It's mostly, like, luck, and I guess he's... he's yeah. Thinking ahead that far ahead. I don't know. Um, so then we cut over to the train station and we see Rohan uh, wearing a shirt that shows off his stomach. I loved it. <laughs> I loved his outfit choices and all of the buttons are the little pen nibs. Mm. And so yeah, yeah, wearing. the fountain pen. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. Araki, the, the, the author, really uh, tends to use Rohan, I think, as like, a, is it a clothes horse? Is that a, yeah. That's or that's just a person that likes clothes. 
Anyway, it just tends to really enjoy uh, dressing him up. Um, and so Rohan is there taking photos of people at a train station because Kira, the person they're trying to solve, who's a murderer and stand user, uh, took someone else's body. Well, someone else's face, rather. His body's the same, but who cares? Do we see Kira in this episode? Really? No, he he's Maybe alluded he's in to. The crowd. And they, and by the way, the, it's now getting confusing because they now sometimes refer to him as Kawajidi, which is the name of the guy's that he looks face like? that he stole. Mm. Oh. So it's kind of like, wait, who? But it's it's Kira. Some the person with a K, except not Ken. Anyway, what did you think of this so far, Dave? Um, I mean, so this was we're talking. We've gotten to like the first three minutes of the episode. Yes. <laughs> no, first impressions. <laughs> um, I wrote down, so at this point... Um, oh, yeah, just, not, ju- just jump on whatever, by the way. Yeah, so at this point, you know, he's taking photos at the train station, and I'm trying... They kind of explain it enough to, like, oh, he's looking for someone who, like, transformed into somebody else. But uh, he meets an old man. I don't know who this old man is yet. Um, but it's, like, the, the camera is, like, show... Or the... Perspective. The, the yeah, perspective, exactly. yeah, yeah, is showing him taking photos through the camera, and then he sees an old man, and it looks like the old man is like in the middle distance, and then the perspective changes, and the old man is literally within like three feet of him. Yeah, and so I like I wrote that down. I was like hiding in the train station, three feet? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Found you. Um, yeah, so he, he, so Rohan is looking for, um, Kira because they don't know, they don't know what Kira looks like now, but they, they have a general idea based on one of them who is a ridiculously good detective and is able to figure out that he should be between this and this age. He is this tall. He might dress like this. His family's starting to think he's acting bizarre. Right, because he's taken over somebody else's. This is the fun part. He's taken somebody else's face and now lives with their family. Well, didn't he say that he would most likely pick someone who didn't have a family? Oh, did they I say thought, that? I thought he They're had, wrong. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he had said that, but I mean... No, they, I thought they, he said that um, I, he was tr- taking photos to figure out who it was because he wanted to prevent... Like yes. cornering the guy so that the guy would hurt the family. I see. Okay, yeah. I misunderstood that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "This so he'd probably kill the family if they found out, or doesn't yeah. want to." Yeah. So he'd probably kill the family. Got so it. that's the thing is they really try to make you like Rohan because he suddenly gives a shit about something other than his sales of Pink Dark Boy. Well, now that he's taking a he's on sabbatical. Yeah, he needs something else to spend his mm, time to doing. Be a good person for mm. once. He's gonna be Batman. Um, so then, yeah, he's taking photos, and suddenly uh, Joseph Joestar walks into the uh, in front of the it's camera. The old man. That, mm. That's the old man, Joseph Joestar. He was the star of the Joestar. The Joestar of Arc Two, so two arcs ago, which was okay. fifty years ago, something okay. like that. And he was a badass dude, but now he's old and a little senile. Um, and he's explaining his plan. Basically, Joseph is there, so he's like a soundboard that yeah. you know he can explain to the audience what the hell he's doing. Um, and then I think he just leaves, right? Yeah. He, he was holding a baby. Oh, ah, right. the baby. He's holding, uh, Shizuka. So, oh, her. she has a name. Shizuka, I mean silence. I was going to say, how does this baby not have a name still? It's Shizuka, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any questions about the baby? Um, so I wrote, baby glasses are too big. Old man glasses, too <laughs> well. small. That's true. <laughs> That's funny. You, you said baby glasses too big, and I was like, "Well, I only make glasses for people size." And then I was like, "Oh yeah, Joseph's glasses are like for nothing, like thimbles." Um, so Jack, that, did you want to explain the baby? Uh, 
Do you know about the Navy? Kind of, yeah. So they, this was in one of the episodes that I watched initially, and they found this baby that had apparently also been hit by the arrow and is a stand user. And it's... Oh, no, I think it was, it may have been born. Oh, maybe it was born that way. That's right. That's right. Like Lady Gaga. You could be born with a stand. Um, So the baby can turn invisible. Mm. And the whole the whole issue of one of the episodes that I watched was that the the baby was invisible and they were trying to find the parents, um, but then the area of invisibility around the baby kept growing as it got more and more stressed out and it ended up like at the bottom of a lake and they had to kept turning Joseph had to save it yeah yeah um, and then they just yeah. stopped looking for the parents they just never did that you don't again. know that the time they, elapsed they may have tried mm, and failed it seems like they they just, did not reference any further search for the parents the I mean good parents they've adopted it when so they the baby. Um, yeah but yeah, the baby can't control its stand, so it just mm. starts. Although it appears that he, she's not invisible anymore, that she can. Well, she I only think... she only turns invisible when she's like upset or like freaking out or scared or okay. something. It was really funny though, because when she was invisible, they're like, "What are we going to do to make her visible? Let's put makeup on her." So it was just like this really weird, like ragged ring around her face of foundation, and then empty eye sockets and no uh, hands. That's why uh, I glasses with the today. sunglasses too. Yeah. Because without eyes, they were like, people would notice this <laughs> Not only did they put foundation, but then they put like eyeshadow and lipstick too. It was, it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's an it's a interesting <laughs> concept. Um, so Rohan then um, is confronted by the boy that we saw um, that was a target of the arrow from Yoshihiro. And the boy now has a hole in his cheek. A disgusting hole in his we cheek. We can assume that this hole was from an arrow, which is weird because the arrowhead looks enormous. I don't know how it made that small hole, but mm-hmm. whatever. And then also how there's no hole on the other side. Maybe it just went into Maybe his mouth. Went, yeah. Like it fish hooked him? You wouldn't be able to get at that. Like he would have to open his mouth and pull it out through yeah. his mouth because it can't go back because well, the arrows are barbed. Maybe. No, we, we did see that happen to somebody because you don't get hurt by it. But you could die. You no, don't get hurt if, by if, it. if you get a power, you are not hurt by it. You mm. might have a hole, yeah, but it doesn't hurt. He seemed pretty okay with the hole. He did really, but he didn't really yeah, seem like, to care about anything. I did. It wasn't like bleeding or anything. No, it wasn't. But I didn't like how he was like, "Oh my god, that hole's so deep!" And then they show like his tongue inside of his mouth. Yeah, I, that that I believe is added for the anime. By the yeah. way, yeah, I hate it. I. I I just want to say that it like shows the versatility of the medium yeah. where I don't think anywhere other than anime or manga where you could put a, a perspective inside of a child's oh. mouth to yeah. frame uh, one of the main hope. characters. You wouldn't want to either. No. You have to spend the, like, the days like CGing or actually like, spending <laughs> in somebody's mouth. Mouth, interior. Somebody, like a producer, would be like, do we need this? <laughs> what are you doing this? Not in Japan. No. Um, so this boy really, really is into John Kempel or rock, paper, scissors. He has a weird outfit. Yes. He does have a weird outfit. It's like overalls, but both of the straps are on one side. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of Polnareff, actually. Really? It's very trendy. Three, yeah. Okay. Where it's, it's very like... trendy for late 80s. And does he have a headband? <laughs> yes. Did he? He has a headband. Oh, Hole in the notice. cheek we mentioned. Gray hair, just colorized for the anime. Giant lips. Big, fat old lips. <laughs> Never mind. Um, no, no, describe them in more detail. I was going to say DSLs, but I, I stopped. This is a 11-year-old oh. child. Do you don't know what DSL means? Since we're cutting this all out, I'll tell you. It's dick-sucking lips. No. There you go. Oh, I was going to say tell me later. <laughs> no, it's, Sorry. I'm cutting all of this out. <laughs> no, keep it. It's no, great. I just this refer is, to... This is great quality. This is gold, baby. <laughs> keep it. 
Uh, I'll think about it. I'll listen to it later. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not a bad person, I think. Um, I mean, you didn't invent that phrase. Yeah, or but I did. did I did bring it up in the context of a child. Oh. And I, I, would, I do not. To be fair, all the children look like men. Oh. Okay, I thought you were going to say all children have all DSLs. Children. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this we have to cut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm anyway, so dumb. So the kid looks weird and really wants to play rock paper scissors and has the most annoying fucking voice of the anime oh. so far. Maybe don't curse. it's up there. Sorry. Um, you are Miles. <laughs> Miles gave it up because Miles wanted the curse. Uh, so it's only okay when I do it. Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> Rohan wants to um, not play rock paper scissors. Rohan is like, "What the hell is your problem?" Like anybody would be, where you're leaving a scene, you're focused on something, and some kid is screaming about rock paper scissors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he literally like walked right up to him and goes, "Janka!" <laughs> like, huh? Like, yeah, no, you would tell that kid, "Go fuck off." So Kira immediately uses Heaven's Door. Words. Please don't curse. Go on. So <laughs> Rohan immediately uses Heaven's Door on the kid, which is a musical reference. Which is, I mean, it seems a little excessive to be like, hey, does this kid have a stand? Heaven's Door! Yeah, well, I mean... I mean, he, I guess that's the only way to know. But. He also is a weirdo and likes to just read things yeah. about people. I think that's if you true. have that power, you just use it on everybody to like yeah. learn about them. Yeah. So he uses Heaven's Door, and notice he didn't actually have a piece of paper to draw on, but just... Because all you have to do is conceptualize this stupid little cowboy face. He just <laughs> waves his like pen fast enough in front of your face that it sort of manifests. Oh, that's how he did it. Yeah, so he just kind of like air draws and you see it. Doesn't make sense. So but... usually what you have to do is look at a page from his manga. He's a manga artist. Wow. He holds it up to you and you and see it. And then when it. you see it, your face turns into a book and your whole like personality and history and everything about you is in the pages of the book. Yeah. He used to use that as inspiration for his manga, but oh. he had a run-in with this crew and decided that's not They made anymore. sure that he wasn't going to do that. Yeah. Um, you, he also, not only can he read you like a book, but he can also write things in. Yes. yes. So he does that at one point, right? Towards the end of this... Oh, no, that's later. That's later. But so he looks yeah. and he reads about this kid, and there's no mention of the word stand. They, by the way, they cut out him reading his like likes and dislikes. <laughs> he reads like things about him in the in the manga. Uh, but what they does cut he like out. and what does he dislike? Do you um... I'll tell you right now. He, Does he uh, like his sweaty balls or whatever the other guy? No. <laughs> he loved soccer and started playing baseball until his coach started complaining about his long hair. He blew his nose on the coach's hat when he quit. That's disgusting. He hates paper. Pe he hates peppers and anpan, whatever that is. He likes fatty cuts of meat. He's mm. afraid of the dentist and namahage. Don't know what that is. And has never used a public bathroom. Oh. Kind of relatable. Don't, I don't like dentists. I also don't like the dentist. And I have used public bathrooms, but I don't really care for I'm them. I'm okay with the dentist. You're okay with the dentist? Yeah, I'm surprised about the bad. public bathroom bit, because I thought this kid was homeless. <laughs> I mean, I kind of did too. I don't know if it was like the combination of his clothes and the fact that he was up a telephone pole. Yeah. Where are the like he was, he was up a telephone pole to get fruit from the tree. Is that, oh, is that what and, he was doing? And it was like oh. shitty fruit too. Because he <laughs> did like, he have <laughs> shoes on? I don't think he did. I feel like did. I noticed him being barefoot. Maybe he's yeah. homeless. He does seem like a little homeless. Maybe he doesn't consider like the world a public bathroom. Maybe he just like poops in corners. Maybe he's rock, paper, scissored along like everything. Like hotel nights and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll use your car if this I This is what he's used scissors. to survive. But the, the important thing is that Rohan reads like he'll always use uh, scissors first in rock, paper, scissors in John Ken. So he's like perfect. So he then, you know, like unwinds, you know, undoes the effect of the stand, which not only lets him read you, but it also incapacitates you. Mm -hmm. So you can't really fight back. You can't close 
yourself. Your Facebook. You can't close your Facebook. Uh, which is true, by the way. Facebook.com will not let you close your account. You can't Lol, do it. hacked. Yeah. Love you. Uh, <laughs> so they then, you know, he, he zips him up and they then play rock, paper, scissors and he wins. Rohan wins because he plays rock knowing the kid is going to play scissors. And the kid just sits there upset. I think Sobbing. Looking at his hand. Yeah. Too, like, like, what have I done? Like, which to me is funny. I'm just like, it's a, is it a one in three chance you lose? <laughs> no. Right. It's a, oh, I'm not going to do it. It's well, two and three. Let Dave do it. Well, because there's also tie. Yeah, there's also uh, tie. Is it a 50-50 shot then? Is it win-win, lose? Is it? No. You have three choices. Yes, but. But one of them is a tie, and one of them is a win, one of them is a lose. But each of your choices have their own branching possibilities. Because rock could be tie, win, lose. Uh-huh. Paper could be tie, win, lose. So um, no, I mean, I think like, okay, oh, I would just take it from the perspective of don't look at me. I knew I, I was going to do this, by the way. I fucking was watching this like, am I going to end up trying to figure out the odds of winning a rock, paper, scissors? You have a one in three this shot of winning. You should have looked up. You have a one in three shot of choosing one of the three. Yeah. <laughs> and then. You could just choose nothing. There's three possible outcomes. So, but, Google. Hang on. Okay, Google. <laughs> just ask Google. What are the odds of winning rock, paper, scissors? Watch it be like. It's going to be 50 dumb. 50. I think it's 50 50. I think it's just like, I think it's game. just a third. third. I think it's yeah, third. it's a third. BBC has a how to win at rock paper scissors, but it's from 2014, which is too old. But I think you can only take it from the perspective of like, you know, your opponent is going to throw out something, mm-hmm. and and but that's kind of regard uh, regardless of what you're going to throw out, and so you know, like any one of those choices in the end. Yeah. Any one of those choices that you had were equally as likely to win. It's so yeah, it says that it's fifty percent. What? There is a one in two chance that you will win. Okay, so that makes sense because it's it's win or don't win if you consider ties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though it's not a loss, it's not winning. It's it not just winning. doesn't count. Yeah. So you'll So this kid wanted to win. Well you'll either win or you won't. He I didn't want to not win. This is all a waste of time. Um <laughs> so basically he was very upset. He was very upset that he did not win, even though he didn't know that he had his mind read, and that's why, um, that's how the cookie crumbled. It, life's not fair. Life, life's not fair. Life this kid deserved unfair. to learn that early. Although, if he's homeless and eating crappy fruit out of trees, he may already know that. Uh, yeah. Well, Maybe he gambled he cont- away all his money. He continues to learn. Mm. He's uh, only eleven. He's mm. only eleven. Um, by the way, I, I don't think I mentioned this, but last episode that I put out, which will be two episodes ago when I get everything correct, um, a viewer, a viewer, a listener wrote in, yeah, a listener uh, screamed that, uh, you know, he, he said he had these nice suggestions about the show and then wrote, P.S., um, Koichi is 16 because I think I repeatedly say he's 15 and I keep thinking this kid is 10. So if I get the age wrong, don't worry about it. It's, just, I'm, I'm close. You're consistently off by a year. It's, uh, what, what is it called? Um. There's a uh, average variability. None of us are math people, are we? As you might have noticed before. Anyway, <laughs> so Rohan leaves this kid sitting there crying about the fact that he didn't win rock, paper, scissors because he's 11 and he's obsessed with this game. But Ken follows Rohan. Well, actually, wait, 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 wait. So Rohan goes to a cafe, Yes. right? Yes. Where and he runs into Josuke and... Okuyasu. And... And uh, Yukako. Yukako. Yukako oh, yeah. is wearing... What the... is she doing there? 
I don't know. Maybe she, I'm guessing she was waiting for Koichi because he wasn't uh, there, right? What no, is her stand? There? I can't remember because I haven't seen an episode with her yet. Is she the one with the hair? Yeah, she the has hair. the hair. Okay. She has love deluxe. Her hair was beautiful. Love it. Her. It gets scary. But okay. she's wearing the funniest fucking face in this scene. Yes. When he looks over at the three of them, she's just like frowning so hard yeah. at him. Like, I fucking hate this I guy. I didn't notice yeah. that. Um, and then I think it's funny. They say hi to him and he then like gives his impressions of, uh, of them. And he, first of all, he calls Josuke a shit bag in well, the English translation, which is super funny <laughs> to me. Um, Oviasa, I think he calls an idiot. I didn't write it all down. And, uh, I forget what he calls Yukako, but something negative. Like it was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't as bad as shit bag. Sh- shit bag was the standout. Yeah. Shit bag was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess he's still mad at them. So he's just like, I don't want to talk to these people. But then he looks over where he was going to sit. Which is right next to them. And John Kenboy, who name, by the way, is Ken Oyanagi. Ken uh, is sitting there and wants to uh, play rock, paper, scissors for the, the seat. Uh, for the seat. Hang on. Yeah. So he then, uh, they're kind of like, they're, they're like, give him the seat, right? He's a kid. And yeah. he's like, no. He's like, I'm going to beat this kid at Rock, Paper, Scissors. And it feels, it feels really good to beat a little brat. He's kind <laughs> of like, he just hates children. And I wrote it down. I said, yes, it did. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know that he hates children. This one particular child is super annoying. He, I, I was on his side because yeah. like, I noticed that the kid was drinking um, juice yes. in the yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. And then immediately went to chew on the ice. And I was like, this little shit. Oh, you don't like that? <laughs> <laughs> you do that. I know. That's a thing you do. I know. I think it's awful. Oh my god. Why? I'm a self-hating what? person. What's wrong with chewing ice? I don't know. But I don't wait, know. It just made him seem like a little Wait, you chew ice? Yeah. yeah. But you don't like when people do it? No. That's weird. That is weird. That's weirder than the show. It's not. Um, <laughs> Dave's bizarre life. And so anyway, fucking, they play rock, paper, scissors. Rohan wins again and takes the seat. And relaxes. He was really smug about it, and the kid is sitting yep. there crying. <laughs> and then um, he then challenges him about it, right? And I think doesn't he use Heaven's Door again? Not yet. I don't no. think they go to a store. He's in a store, a library, or something. They like go to another location, and the kid. Uh, rock- oh, he's at a bookstore. Yeah, at the he bookstore. goes to a bookstore. He wants to buy a book. Ah, okay. It's like. It's plants. Plant compendium. Yes, yes. He wants to buy that that plant, plant thing. He's compendium. like, he's like, what a specific book to be in this town. He's like, I think I'll I'll buy it. And he's I, like, do I have enough money? And takes out his wallet and puts the book down. In the yeah. meantime, Ken runs up, grabs the book, and he's like, I want to buy this book, and runs to the front of the store. But does that kid have enough money for that book? I feel like if he would just let him try was, to buy it, it was all a ploy. Yeah. He just wanted not. to piss him off. He definitely didn't have enough money for yeah. that. Yeah, just wanted to get. So he wants to rock, paper, scissors this guy rock, so much. Rock, paper, scissors action. Is that what that hand motion is? Rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> it could you, be a few You things. know what that hand motion was. 11-year-old <laughs> uh, Ken. Stop. Oh, <laughs> I feel like Miles is here. <laughs> uh, Miles will always be with us. <laughs> Trust in peace, Miles. Praise to Miles. Um, oh, uh, the, 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 yeah. So they then play rock, paper, scissors for the book. I guess Rohan wins? I forget. Does he win? It's the third one, so no. Doesn't he lose? No, he, no, he no, wins. He wins. He wins this one. Yeah. I thought it was best of five. Uh, That's no, later. It's... Later they agree to do best of five. This is just oh, the third oh, encounter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but he wins. Okay. 
Sorry, I'm gonna be honest. I wasn't really that into this episode. I mean, I did watch it like fully. It felt very um, fully Seinfeldy, like how this episode was kind of about nothing. That's that's a common uh, joke about this arc of the manga is that it's Seinfeld with murder. Oh, can you do the intro music? Can it be the Seinfeld like? I guess I do have that option because there's only one new musical reference in this episode, um, which we'll get to. Oh it's no! It's pretty obvious, but they it. really butchered it. You want me to use the Seinfeld? No. Oh, no, I'll use the other one. Of course I'll okay. use the other one. Uh, we'll, we'll have to figure out which song. Um, but regardless, at some point, I don't know the exact order of things. Um, Rohan, I think it's in the bookstore, yeah. Mm. Uh, Rohan loses it first, and his stand comes out of him, yes. out of Rohan, and starts to get sucked into the hole. Into kid's face hole. Into Ken's cheek. Yes. So, like... Heaven's door, the little boy cowboy is starting to be like pulled and then is ripped apart and one third of him gets sucked into the hole. Which, I have a question. Mm -hmm. You had told me at the very beginning that when... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. When something happens to the stand, it also happens to the user. Yeah. So every rule that Araki has written about stands is broken. Okay. At some point. Um, We do, well, we do during this, during this whole encounter realize that his body is under the control of Ken. So keep that in mind. Yes. That's why I think he rock, paper, scissors with his other hand later because... Oh, okay. So technically, yes. All right. So he just like uses, loses the use of it. Right. So it, that doesn't quite make sense because yes, the humanoid looking stand got an arm ripped off. So his arm should yeah. be ripped off. But okay. instead he like loses the ownership of it. Okay. Yes. So I okay. guess the idea is that it's not really wound. It's just no longer Who, in possession. Who's in charge of it. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, you get it. So I wonder if... Kid is able to get control of the entire stand. Would he then that's control? The, that's I was wondering that too. Rohan. Could he then just decide what Rohan does and have him walk off a cliff or something? Or go back to writing Pink Dark Boy if he's a really big fan. Yeah, but it would be terrible. It he would be he's, terrible. He's a kid. Yes. He doesn't know. He just like, <laughs> draw terrible shit. Just a little happy face. Uh, Dave, were you going to say something? I was just going to say that um, while um, the stand is being sucked into this boy's hole. Um, <laughs> Gotta pay the troll. The quote is beautiful and magnificent energy is flowing into me. And I was just like, okay. And it's got some issues. It's probably not a mistranslation either. (laughs) Um, It's very like Bond villainy. (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay. So this is where it happens again. This is where he uses Heaven's Door again. As it's being sucked into him, you know, Heaven's Door is the cowboy face, so then he uses Heaven's Door, mm-hmm. which I don't know the difference between it just existing and him using it. So it stops being sucked into the hole, and... The kid's Facebook opens again. It, yeah, yeah, and he does notice a stand. And it says what it is, because it's not a subtitle that's actually written in there. Did you guys see what the stand is called? I saw it later. You know what? We, I'm sorry. I, I just remembered something. I know we had, like, uh, a have question. Go? No, a question. Of, <laughs> I um, gotta go. Like I have to sleep. Who won or whatever? Yeah. The kid took the book and said, okay, I'll, I'll play uh, rock, paper, scissors for it for you. And Rohan goes, yeah, sure, rock, and then punches him in the face. Yes! Oh, Why yeah. did you skip that? Yeah. So at some point, I think it's later, but I'm just going to mention it while I remember it. Um, John Kenboy propositions him to wager something, and Rohan is like, yep, I'll do it. And John Kenboy says, good dog. I don't know if you guys heard that. <laughs> he says good in English. I love that. This, I believe, is a reference to the previous arc. There was a pair of brothers named Darby, and they would gamble. That was their first thing? No, one was Terrence Trent Darby, and one was... it's Like D apostrophe A-R-B-Y? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, based on a musician. Yeah. And the other one, I forget which Darby it was, because um, I don't think that one was based on a musician. But they they would wager your soul. Oh. It's actually pretty similar because it was based on more interesting games like poker or <laughs> video games or can you put a coin in a glass of water without it spilling? Things like that. So I believe it's a... Re you never heard of that game? Is the glass totally full of water? Yes. Okay. And then you see who can put the last like nickel in without oh, overflowing. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, hmm. You should play that. It's really well done. like a drinking game. Anyway, at some so Rohan punches this kid, then they play, Rohan loses, his stand starts to get sucked out of him, but he activates it, which incapacitates the kid, blows him away, mm -hmm. and opens his face again, and he sees the stand name. Did you guys catch the stand name? You wrote it down, you said. I think so. I think I got it right. You, you probably wrote down the awesome translation, because they are afraid of copyright. Is it boy, man, man? Right. So that's, that's what they, because they're so afraid of being sued, when they bring it into Western realm... America, English? They change it. They change it. So in this episode, though, they didn't blur out what it really says inside of uh, his Facebook, oh, which I is boy to man. Oh. <laughs> instead oh. Of, instead of boys to men, mm. his musical reference is boy to man. Now, this is the second episode and multiple time, end time, they've done this where they slightly modify the musical reference to fit the person, which is odd because often... The stand doesn't fit the person at all anyway. But, yeah. but previously they had Adam Hart father instead of Adam Hart mother because it was a male character. Isn't that isn't he in this episode? Yeah, he is. But they don't they don't mention his name. I don't think. Yeah. Who the the picture the guy, guy flying around his oh, the dad picture. his photo oh, stand is called Adam Hart father oh. instead of Adam Hart mother, which is a Pink Floyd album and oh. song. But anyways, what'd you say? I don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good song. People always. I don't know. People sometimes tell me how Pink Floyd is, and I'm just kind of like, oh, I like Pink Floyd. That's true. I'm not saying that you like Pink Floyd. I know you're not. <laughs> because that would be a lie. What'd you uh, say? Nothing. What? What? Hmm? Dave? Nothing? Okay. Um, anyway, so... Boy, man, man. That's terrible. I was kind of hoping he was going to be called Iron Man, because he looked like a man made of iron. You mean his stand? Yeah. Yeah, his stand looks like Shredder. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought of. I was like, it's a cool looking stand. It's like simple. It's just like a big iron metal man. looking dude. Yeah, it looks like, almost like. <laughs> it's an iron, iron man. man. It's like Shredder and Iron Man. I was going man. real simple with it. <laughs> um, and so the thing is, is that you're supposed to be incapacitated while you're open like a book. But, am I boring you? No. <laughs> um, you're supposed to be incapacitated while under the influence of Heaven's Door, but... So Rohan writes, because he does this to people he meets that he's able to get this effect on, he writes, cannot attack Rohan Kishbe. So because when he writes he in your book... He loves that trick. Yeah. It's, it's a smart one. He mm. writes Whatever he writes in your book becomes part of your personality he's or your story. He's done this before. But then he notices as he's... Right after he's written it, instead of it saying, can't attack Rohan Kishbe, it changes to, can attack Rohan Kishbe. And the boy suddenly starts to... And his talk. eyes open. Yeah, his eyes open. He like starts to talk. And he's like, what? How can you move? And he's like, you don't know, but I've already sucked in. I've already taken one third of your stand. Um, sucked it into my boy hole. Right, Dave? Magnificent power flowing into me. <laughs> Through my boy so hole. He then closes his Facebook. Um, and he's now Rohan has to play rock, paper, scissors more uh, to a best out of five. Uh, because he needs to get it back. Speaking of which, when he was when he was like reading through his face and like finding out all of these things about him, I was thinking that would be really great like therapy 
if you could just open your face and have someone else like read what your book says to you, yeah. I think well, I would, I don't know I would if really like that. I don't know if there's things in the book that you don't know. I don't well, know he, was saying, like he was saying some things about like his personality or something like that. And mm. I was like, oh, that would be interesting to hear about myself. Oh, it's just, yeah, at least it's one way to see. Like how, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like a summary. Yeah, mm. I, would, I would be really interested to, for someone else to read my face. I oh. think that could go wrong very quickly. Oh, yeah, like, I'm sure. Not, I'm sure. Yeah. But that's like the, just lie and in, say, this is about you. In the, in the episode person, that I watched <laughs> where it started, where, like, where we introduced to him, he opens up the one guy's face because he was thinking about using him for the manga, and he's like, you like to adjust your balls and hope that someone's watching you, and yeah. you, you were going to sexually assault a girl in your class, but you weren't man enough. You were too scared to do it. Wow. So, like, there's not great stuff in there also. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. The truth hurts. Yeah, the truth hurts. <laughs> also, having your face opened up hurts. As it's well. actually, Fine. it's actually painful. It's, it's therapeutic. Not, uh, it's like a like a good fun. skin peel. You know, it's like yeah, like when they peel the skin yeah, off, exactly. and then there's pages underneath. You know, the page peel. <laughs> That's what it's like. Um, so, you know, Heaven's Door is not really working. The kid is able to get out of the situation and says, "I have a third of your stand. You now have to." Continue playing John Ken against me. And as they play, the poses they take and the ways they move around the atmosphere are so over the top. Surrounded by like flames. Do they have to float every time they play? I don't know how they can. I think it's like a, it must be like a Dragon Ball reference because it feels very Dragon Ball. They're like floating around. I was imagining someone just like sitting on a bench across the street watching this happen and just like watching them like talking to each other and you can't hear what they're saying. And all of a sudden they both get engulfed in flame and like fly up in the air. And you're just sitting there like with an ice cream cone kind of watching them fly up and land. And then talk, and then fly up again, and land. You've really written this narrative. Yeah, yeah, I really, I really wish I could. The whole see that. theme of this this episode was just making the utterly mundane, yeah. watchable. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, because if I hadn't done that, like, it would have um, been five minutes long. Right, that's the thing. Is, is that <laughs> yeah. Because to me, by the way, if you were sitting on that park bench, you'd really just watch people standing there going like, rock, paper, scissors. Oh, you don't think the fire and everything was real? No, I think it's just either dramatic effect or they're imagining these huge, crazy things. That's what I think. I was kind of hoping that it was real. but I just don't know how they could do that. You're probably right. So he loses his second part of Heaven's Door. And there's stuff going on in between where they're like, well, I wouldn't play a rock again, would I? Because that would be too obvious. Yeah. And he keeps oh. referring to the unlucky rock. And also talking about making the mundane more interesting. After, after like he takes part of Heaven's Door, they like occasionally they'll like throw up a scoreboard, and you'll see yeah. like this is what he put, and this is what he put, and this person won. And it's like it makes it it makes it feel like you know the Sweet Sixteen or like basketball tournaments, like um, March Madness Sweet Sixteen. I have no idea what that is. It's College basketball. Okay. Okay. I Sorry. I don't know anything about sports. I have to read the room. Point units. <laughs> but it's like a serious brackety kind of okay. thing. Um, so I thought that was funny as well. So they're out and then they've, they've been on the street now. They, 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 when he used Heaven's Door, he knocked the, the kid. Yeah. He knocked the kid out of the bookstore. And so they're on the sidewalk, which also makes you wonder, like, what does it look like when he's using Heaven's Door? Is he just doting over a small child? Does it look like he's like asking him, like, are you all right? Like, no one, no one's there. Would anyone else see his face peeling back? No, they wouldn't. Hmm. I don't think so. They later have that happen, actually. Is there, like, another dimension that this all, like, You just, you can't see in? stands if you don't have one. So, yes. Uh, I guess, yeah. I so, look at that I, I did notice, like, when they were um, doing rock, paper, scissors and, like, floating up in the air, like, this, the color of the sky 
in most of the episode was yellow, mm. but when it would switch to green whenever. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's green. probably just a, a yeah. stylistic choice, similar to like the flames that are around them. It's mm. just like in the manga, since there's no color, it's just sort of like waviness. It mm. does look like fire, but it's just supposed to be like a mm. energy aura. thing, or yeah, it's your your aura, your your serious vibes. Maybe it's Hummel. Maybe it's Hummel. Honey Hummel. Maybe it's Maple. Um, so he loses another part of his stand, Heaven's Door. Um, so he's down to one third. And then he predicts that, uh, they see Josuke and Joseph walking by, Josuke being the protagonist, but not in this episode, Joseph, who we saw earlier. And Joseph's holding Invisible Baby. She's, yeah, it's holding Shizuka, uh, who is now visible. Visible. And the boy says something that I barely paid attention to, but I'm going to wave at them. Oh yeah, okay, this makes sense. If I'm lucky, they won't come over here because if they come over there, they're going to help Rohan mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I'm un- yeah, and if I'm lucky, they'll just wave and they won't come over here. And so he waves to them to Josuke and Joseph, and Josuke is just like, "Oh, it's Rohan." <laughs> they don't like each other, which I think is hilarious. And Joseph is like, they they show Joseph's perspective for a minute, and everything looks kind of evil. Joseph's like, "Wait a minute, that boy." And then it goes suddenly to, like, instead of this evil atmosphere of music, to just back to friendly. And he's like, must be one of his fans. And, <laughs> and they just like, bye! They just wave and they just keep moving. <laughs> so the boy then gloats about his, his luck that these people did not come over to him. And then he says, you know, like, his luck must be, you know, super high. So he takes a rock, throws it at a window. I thought this was super cool. It's just, it, it breaks the window and he just sits there with his arms spread out and lets the glass rain around him. Why? To, to show, show that lucky he's lucky. The glass does not hit him. The glass just falls all around him and actually hits uh, Rohan's hand. He has a piece of glass in his hand, even though he wasn't even standing under it. So he's unlucky as hell. Um, they cut out from the manga... Um, what's his name? The Polaroid guy. Um, he... Yoshihiro. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry. He says something about Alexander the Great. Like he 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 likens uh, Ken to being like Alexander the Great. That's I didn't, kind of a stretch. I didn't look into that. Okay. I don't know if Alexander the Great threw a rock at a window and stood under it. I assume it's not that on the no, nose. Alexander the Great really loved rock paper scissors. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. That's actually how he won a lot of battles. Yeah. I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, they had windows back then. They were all on. I'm, I'm not. I shouldn't do this, right? Go on. Were they all on DOS? No. I'll, I'll cut it out. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no I'm sorry. I, I leave had... the joke and then the silence that followed. <laughs> should I stretch the silence out? Yes. <laughs> Just like duplicate it. You want people to think that the episode has ended and then kick us back in. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry for that joke, but it was just. Or was, in, insert there. that joke. After the like, end like song, they looked us all in the eye, <laughs> and we were like, "I, I, I shouldn't do this. He I'm going ask. for it." I'm, so, I'm self-conscious to the point where I want you to know that I know how bad a joke that is. <laughs> you but asked I, if you should tell it. Just had nice to do it. Well, I want to see if either of you guys already thought of it, but I'm the dumb one. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, so Josuke and Joseph have already walked on by, uh, okay. Dion Warwick style. Yeah, there you go. Um, and they're gonna play. The, the last match, you know, after uh, Ken has shown how lucky he is. Um, so what's the score at this point? It's, uh, they somehow got to 3-3. Three, three, okay. Or uh, 2-2. Yeah. Three, three, okay. They're somehow at 2-2. Two, two. Um, so if he loses, he's done. Yeah. And so then they, they do this thing again where they talk about, like, well, you can't play that. You're going to be that. And Rohan does the thing... Which, uh, has, it, I think it's a trope. I've seen it in other stuff. Mm. Mostly in Maverick. Actually, they do it in JoJo's, where 
he's not going to look at his hand. He's not going to use the game's meta, which is you don't know what the other person is going to show. So he just holds his hand out straight mm -hmm. like it's paper. And he's like, this is what I'm going with, which is a big psych out because how you the fuck are you going to do that? What is he then going to suddenly go, okay, I'll do the motion. I'll then shake my hand. But he's just sitting there with his hand out and Ken goes to throw scissors, right? They do the huge, like big dramatic poses. And, you know, Ken sees that, that Rohan has his hand out like paper and he goes to throw scissors. But as he's dropping his hand into place and it's like, I won, his fingers retract into his hand to make a fist. Not retract into his hand. They curl they, under. Well, I mean, you know. Make it sound like it's like a, it's a, a car antenna. Yeah. As I said it, sucked into his hand. as I said it, I realized it didn't make sense. So yeah, it's... Um, I just want to be clear, because that could yes. very well be animated into the show. It would not be out of place. Here's, here's what you do, uh, listener at home. Put your fingers <laughs> in the shape of the scissors, and then... Curl pull them the, under. No, pull the bones of your fingers into your body. <laughs> Suck them in with all your might. No, yeah, just bend them then into a fist from the scissors. But don't go over the thumb. You should lift your thumb up. Then curled, I'm done. Anyway, it's basically, he goes from making the scissors to making a rock, which means he loses to Rohan's paper, which he already had out. And he was shocked that that happened. He was sh Who wouldn't be? Right? I know what I threw. Um, and then Rohan then reveals that... Wait, let me see. Which is 100% cheating. Oh, It's yeah. totally cheating. 100%. It's totally... I can't believe that they let him get away yeah. with that. Mm -hmm. And also, how... No, we have to tell what happens first. So, uh, yeah, so Ken well, gives back all of Heaven's Door. Okay. Well, what, how did he do it? You didn't do you, say... Do you guys understand Yeah, that? I did. Okay. No, I'm about to. Okay. But doesn't he then, or is it, is it first? I think he explains it first. Well, we saw that... Yeah, no, no, he gets, he gets, he gets he to stand won. back first, according yeah. to the wiki. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rohan then explains he's then holding Shizuka Joestar, the baby, mm. that we know can turn invisible and can turn things invisible. With and her, her face is open. Her face is open. He showed her the, the drawing of Heaven's Door at some point. I don't know how the fuck he got the baby because Josuke yeah. and Joseph were like a block away when they waved to them earlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somehow he got the baby and what... Space and time mean nothing in the show. They really don't. The implication is that he wrote in the baby when he had her open like a book. He wrote, mm -hmm. you will force Ken Oyanagi's hand to turn from scissors to rock. While you are invisible. Yeah, you'll turn invisible and do that. And somehow, was the baby just in Rohan's Yeah, I think it was holding, holding her the whole time. Oh, so like, so the boy had to bring the scissors down near Rohan and the baby just reached out? Also, how strong oh, is this his, baby? His yeah. hand that was out probably had the baby on it. I don't know. His hand is like upside down. You feel the baby. No, 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 no. no. We're, we're, saying, we're saying Rohan probably had the baby oh, balanced, which is like irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> no, like out like this with her perched on the end. Not standing up like a bird, like like lying down, like, like a, a sloth. Have you have you ever handled the baby before? Yeah, you put it on the back Is of your wrist <laughs> and you let it reach for things. It doesn't. This is the very loosely explained. Guys, I don't think I want kids now. I'm yeah. Like, just don't raise out. them to talk like this or be obsessed with rock paper scissors or be invisible. I don't, you don't have to worry about that. That doesn't happen. She was okay. So I wouldn't mind an invisible baby. I would. You would? I would step on it. It would be awful. Yeah. Oh, God. Why would you put the baby on the floor? Well, the babies go on the floor. Well, not invisible ones. <laughs> well. You would have to make adjustments. Oh, you could tie a balloon around her. <laughs> so that way, even if she's on the floor, you'd see her. That's true. Have an invisible baby. I don't want to have I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I don't get to. 
Um, I'm Deus not even ex ready. baby. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, that is Deus ex baby. Um, by the way, would you like to guess the name of the baby stand? Uh, this is for Dave, who is not. Can you give me a hint? It It is a stand for a baby. It is it. The name has to do with how old this person is. Nah. It has to do with the fact that that it's a baby. baby. No, I have no idea. What musical reference do you know that has baby in it? There's a lot. Like hit me, baby, one more time. That's a good guess. Okay, this was before that that song came out. Okay, so what is the time period? Uh, Between ninety-two and ninety-five. It's an album title. There you go. Bigger. I think it has an exclamation point. No. It has a comma, maybe. Ah, uh, maybe. It's Achtung Baby. Oh, uh, yeah. The U2 yeah, album that is fine. It's pretty good, right? It's like, I don't know. Oh, by the way, start thinking about it, because at the very end, I'm going to ask you what your stand name and oh. powers would be. And it's like a musical? Sorry. It's a musical reference? Yes. Yeah. And it has to be in from that period? No. Okay. It can be from whatever. Just Mo- can't be the future, because we don't know it yet. Yeah. Oh. Should be like, there's this band, it's going to be <laughs> called Donkey Beard. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so Rohan reveals to Ken how this plan worked, which again, we don't know how he got the baby. We don't know how the baby was able to manipulate this, this super like excited about rock, paper, scissors, kids. I think think the baby just reached out and closed his hand. How but strong like, do you I feel think like babies the kids are? Would be like, scissors, like straight out fingers. She must be pretty strong to have a stand. That's true. Physically strong though? No. I don't know. Emotionally, mentally maybe, strong? Maybe she, like, jumped and, like, curled her whole body around it. Like, she didn't use her ah. hands. She just, like, squeezed with her entire body. Like, a weird Like, her core? Her yeah. super strong yoga core? Her baby her ass. Her Michelle Obama arms? It was, it was written in her Facebook, so it had to happen. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he wrote, like, That's everything fine. I wonder if you, like, you. if you write, like, you can fly. Like, well, he, he does. He has written, like, we'll be blown away, and the person flies backwards. Yeah. He has done that. So he probably But can could. he change, like, your physical makeup? I have never seen you him You have do five that. legs. I've never seen him do that. I don't know that it's babies out of the question. Have, babies have a strong grip. Don't babies have a strong grip? I don't think so. No? I don't know because I refuse to be near babies. Babies aren't that... Well, I know, could beat up a baby. the last time, you're not allowed. Hey, Siri... <laughs> How strong is a baby? I'm not that strong, and I could definitely beat up a baby. Siri doesn't fucking know. Thanks, Siri. Siri said, you monster. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Siri has reported you to, like, child protective (laughs) services. Uh, So. What if Siri was just, like, not strong enough? (laughs) Not strong enough. Ken, Ken is very upset that Rohan cheated, but he already gave back the stand. Mm. And Rohan's like, I'm not going to play. Or they, they do rematch. He rematches him. And he he loses three times in a row. Which I think he just does by psychic. But just that he's like mind fucked at this point, mm-hmm. right? He didn't use the baby or anything. He's got the yips. So now he's lost fair and square. And the kid goes to kill himself. Because, of course. He <laughs> really, really loves rock, paper, scissors. More than anybody he, ever. More he than like, life. tries to kill himself out of spite. He was kind of like, that'll show you. Like, he... <laughs> It was, it was all about Rohan. Yeah. yeah. He was like, take that. Spiteful suicide. Yeah. Yeah. The best kind. Uh, so it's the kid goes standing. to leap off uh, a, a, the uh, he little... He jumps in front of a bus. He jumps, yeah, he jumps in into the road truck. in front of a truck. And Rohan suddenly, deftly appears in front of the truck. It's like, not today. And is just, uh, is just like, I'm going to save you. He respects him. 
Yeah. I guess now. But then a gust of wind comes and blows the man in the iPad in front of the the windshield. Through sheer, sheer luck. And I think that's the idea here is that it's like rock, paper, scissors is luck. Um, mm. Rohan actually had luck this time. And so because he's in front of the truck, uh, wind yeah, blows the Polaroid, the Brokham photo Brokham, of Yoshihiro sorry. in front of the truck driver's face. And the truck driver goes, what is this photo? Which is great. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not enough that like, uh, like it wasn't that the back of the photo obscured his view and he went, ah, I can't see. It He's was like, that the, oh my God, this, this is horrible. This weird old man looked at him and he was like, ah. I also kind of thought like when this happened, I forgot what happened because I, I, I read it. Years ago, I thought that Rohan would have used Heaven's Door on the That's driver. That's what I thought happened. Mm. But That's then the driver also would have died because the driver would have just like driven to. Well, doesn't something. it? Oh, I guess it doesn't stop time. It just you just no. open like a. Oh, door. I thought he he would have like I I thought he like without showing us in the anime opened Heaven's Door, told said that the bus driver would swerve. Yeah, but he wouldn't have time if he had that time. He could just grab the boy. Yeah. Yeah. At time, it does move weird in this, but I assume mm. he jumped in there. Like, he jumped in the road, gust of wind, grabs the boy. Mm. Um, although he didn't really even have to... Grab the boy. He just stood there with Oh, no. Was it because he support. jumped that the wind blew... Like, like his movement blew the Polaroid into I the don't truck? know that don't he would so. create that much wind. You never know. He can apparently jump 40 feet in the air on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least to him. As I sit there with my ice cream cone watching it happen across the street... So according to the wiki, I'm just going to read this. Seeing that Rohan really does have luck on his side, Ken admits defeat and is in turn praised by Rohan for his decisiveness, which not worth praising. Yeah. Can we just talk about how irresponsible they are with the baby? They put the um, baby no, on the. They put the um, invisible baby on the ground. Yeah. He's done with her. Well, He's like, okay, they run away. Well, he had to. He had to <laughs> finished. So he, he puts the baby down. We assume to jump in the road oh, and to before, save. Before that happens, like. Well, I mean, I guess this isn't irresponsible, but that asshole kid, like, just grabs the baby and is like, I got the baby. Like, I don't know. He was like... like he was oh, like, yeah. Oh, his, yeah. Dad, his dad grabbed the baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which was creepy. You were like, what are you going to do to that baby? Yeah, and then, and then that, that's why he rematches him in Rock, Paper, Scissors, right? I wrote, mm-hmm. leave the baby out of this. That's yeah. So then we assume that Rohan, when he jumped in front of the truck, left the invisible baby on the ground. The baby being alone got stressed and turned invisible because that's what she does. When she gets scared, she turns invisible. Joseph and Josuke are like, hey, did you see that baby? So they weren't even in on the plot. They didn't, like, run up and, like, somehow hand mm-hmm. Rohan the baby. Somehow Rohan got this baby. Don't know how. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? Maybe it was luck. Maybe Joseph lost her and she wandered over to Rohan during the fight. But oh, s- she did so well invisible. But then I don't know how he would heaven store her. Who knows? It's a lot of luck going around. It's yeah. a lot of luck. It's a lot of, sure, fine, I'll take it. <laughs> um, so then they're like, Joseph and Josuke are like, where, you know, where is she? And um, I think Rohan is just kind of like, Let's get out of here, right? Doesn't he not? Does he not help, or he or he 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 pretends that he doesn't know either, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think he pretends that he did. He doesn't know why she's missing, and he just pretends to look for her. Oh. Um. So. Oh yeah, he just kind of jumps in because they're looking for her. He's like. Oh yeah, yeah. Crawling on the ground. Um, so boy man man i have to say is is on the scale that i established i think in in episode two or three i would call it an awesome uh translation i think that boy man man (laughs) is super stupid and they didn't even try hard to not make it it's already not boys to men it's boys to man um (laughs) here's something else that cut out of the anime and i've referenced this and i didn't know where it came from there's a conversation cut out where uh, Joseph, in the beginning, you know, he's talking to Rohan directly at the train station. He asks him, oh, do you have any English translation of your comics? Because Joseph is an English speaker natively. 
And Rohan says, um, no, I don't have translations because Americans either lack taste or they don't understand the subtleties of my work. <laughs> so back, in, back when I, I was reading this, I think a lot of people thought too that this writer character, Rohan, is a self-insert mm. of the actual author. So I don't know if that's really how he feels. I mean, English translations have been scarce, but they have started to happen a little bit more. Uh, but I thought that was funny. That he shits on Americans. Do you guys want to hear Miles' thoughts? Yes, desperately. Wait, but we didn't say how, the, how it ends. That's it, right? They just look for the baby? Yeah. yeah. He tell, but he tells the kid, like, because I was wondering if the kid was going to be, like, their friend now. Oh, uh, um, yeah. That they happens. keep befriending all the bad guys? Yeah, they keep befriending all, yeah, all the, their enemies. Uh, he tells the kid at the end uh, not to use the stand for evil anymore, basically. Yeah. Oh, doesn't he write it in his Facebook that he can't use the stand? No, I think oh, he just he tells Oh, he threatened him. to, and then he decided yeah. not to. Well, he threatens that he's going to, he's going to, Right in him, like, I'm going to destroy my stand. Yeah. Which also, does he not know the rule where you die if your stand dies? No, I thought, I thought it was he was going to write uh, that I, I, I'll never use my stand again. Or I'll never, I'll never play rock, paper, scissors again. Yeah, which is super mean, I think. I mean, I've, even for, for a this kid boy. that's that in love with it. Yeah. yeah, but then he says his stand will, will, will be destroyed or will, yeah. will, will disappear. I did, I did hear that, but I don't know I how. Think I think it's just that if he doesn't play rock, paper, scissors anymore, he can't activate his stand. That's true. And I guess if you don't know you have a stand... Oh, no, that's not true. Because I think people use stands now. The stand is only to absorb other people's stands. So mm -hmm. if he's never able to absorb somebody else's stand, then he can't do it. Then his stand is kind of useless. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Team Polaroid blasts off again. Yeah. Oh, Yoshihiro yeah. flies away? Okay, I didn't notice that. Um, team Brokamp, thank you. Uh, Miles wrote, uh, Two things I love. One, the animosity between Rohan and Josuke, which I agree with. I thought it was funny that... Rohan calls Josuke a shitbag, and later, I think, just does he call him a creep or something? I don't know. <laughs> Miles loves the high drama of rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. He said, question, how did the baby help? We went over that, right? Yeah. I don't think, I don't know that the idiot. baby knew anything. <laughs> idiot, Miles. You're not here to defend <laughs> well, I, yourself. It was confusing. Like, it was confusing. You were like, wait, what? And I had to explain it to you. Yeah, I did rewind to <laughs> see what, what he wrote on the baby. Miles is flu-addled brain. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, did we explain to the listeners that Miles has the flu and that's why no, he's not here? No, Miles is dead. dead. Okay. Yeah. No, I explained that he had the flu. No, Miles died. Uh, or he died. I'm Miles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I a, am full-blooded Italian detail. Miles. You said it like you're further clarifying. It's a me. <laughs> Miles. Yeah. It's Bada Bing is, is uh, Miles' Italian catchphrase. Bada Bing. <laughs> Perfect. Um, it's also that's another thing he says it's also possible that Miles is, was hit with an arrow oh and god is sick trying to Miles would have the most annoying stand in the world he would he would well yeah. he already Miles' stand just so you know is powder, powder finger. finger what which is a Neil Young reference and I think he said that it just puts cocaine everywhere. No, it, it snorts all the cocaine in the room. But it also it it's like a cannon too. But yes. it also snorts all the coke in all the room. All the coke in the room is gone. Um, I, I don't think I've watched enough of this show to like come up with my own. <laughs> you have stand. to. Uh, Mine is. We can wait, and I'll edit the silence or leave it in. Uh, and Miles' last thought was also boys to men. Guessing the reference. Mm, nice. Thing I hate. This stupid flying picture, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't disagree, mainly because last episode we talked about how his stand doesn't make any sense. He's a ghost and a stand user. It's a lot. He's got a lot going on. I think it was like Araki wanted this whole myth of like a picture stealing your soul, and he also maybe liked the funny idea of a Polaroid flying around, which I like, <laughs> but I just wish he wrote more stuff that explains what the fuck is going on. Yeah. But 
Maybe they cut it out of the anime. Maybe the manga perfectly explains it all in a beautiful way that dovetails later on. Hmm. Dave, what is your stand? What do, it, Just pick a song that you like or an album that you like. And then just Whoa. come up with something stupid And then come about up it. with like a power. Alright. If you could have a power, what would it be? Do you want to hear mine? Will that help you? That's why she asked. Sure. Mine is Comfort Eagle. <laughs> and it's an eagle that comforts me. Very good. Because I need that in my life. Alright. There, there is later, much, much later, a stand that does what your stand does. <clears throat> There's a stand that just gives you advice and encouragement. Yes! Yeah. What is it called? Uh, Spoilers! Spoiler Spoilers. alert. It's Spoilers. called Hey Ya. You can, like us, uh, follow us here on SoundCloud. You can uh, rate and review us. You can give us five stars on iTunes, which uh, would be nice because it helps boost our visibility. is isn't mm. just for ego. Maybe do something on Stitcher. Who knows? Yeah, if there's like a thing on Stitcher you can do. I don't know what Stitcher would have. Like uh, a little slap on the butt from, from Stitcher? You, let's pretend that's their thing. It's like you click an icon <laughs> of a hand tapping a butt. <laughs> yeah. Like a football just team. Just a little, yep. Just a little, a little pat on the butt from a Stitcher. A nice hustle from Stitcher. Yep. Yeah. That's what I want. I'm going to just, we should just draw a mock-up of what Stitcher looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I have, well, you actually know. It's I don't. Uh, Dave, overall, what was your what was your general feeling on the show? Um, weird. <laughs> I, you know, it it did feel it felt very familiar, and I don't know if it's just because like the whole idea of like people having specific powers, kind of thing, or having something that like defined their personality. I mean, that's something like you see a lot in anime. Either it's like. I mean, it goes all the way back to, like, Voltron, where, like, the lions kind of ref reflect the people's personalities. And, like, you just see these kind of things, like Power Rangers and stuff like that. Like, that, that gotcha. happens over and over and over again. Um, so that felt very familiar. But then it was just, like, I don't know. It was, like, so... It felt like somebody just wanted to draw, like, 80s pop albums. Like, they saw, like, the cover of Rio, and they're, like... I want to make that a comic book. And I feel like you get more of a sense of that when you get into seeing, like, the main crew, hmm. which you didn't see a lot of in this episode, but mm -hmm. they're, like, they all, like, dress in a theme. Like, yeah. every, everyone has their own theme, kind of. Mm -hmm. it, it, you're, I think you're, I mean, I think you're right on, but yeah. I haven't. It's, you know, it's very fashion-y, but fashion in the way of, like, you watch runway fashion, you're like, who wears that? Yeah. It's yeah. These guys. But these guys do. And they pull it off. Yeah, so well. their cartoons. Make it work because they're so cool. It doesn't matter. It was super Japanese, but also this episode was also very like, like making the mundane. Yeah, very. Which like, well, they they do. He does do that. We we've established that he spent a good three to four minutes talking about different types of baby bottle nipples. Okay. Yeah. Like he'll explain that, or he'll explain how to um, haggle in India, which actually is kind of interesting. By the way, I didn't cover something last episode. He talks about how Jews that sell stuff will use sunspots to determine if they're going to have good sales. Am I getting that right, Jackie? Do you remember this? Uh, I, yeah. First of all, okay, sure. first of all, this did happen. I did not make this up. No, this was definitely there. Okay, but good. I didn't, I don't <laughs> no remember. one believes you. First of all. This is a thing that Mark thinks, and he is I am, testing I am his Jewish. audience. I am Jewish. You're just going to have to believe it. <laughs> no one believes you. I am Jewish. You Racist. It's fine to say that, and it's not—it's not even a Jewish canard to say they look at sunspots. That's not Ooh, a canard. We look I've never at sunspots. heard that word before. Canard? Doesn't that mean duck in French? I think that's mallard. No, no, no. In French. <laughs> in French. Canard. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. No, no, no. Isn't 
Did you guys take French? I did. Why didn't you guys take Spanish? Spanish. Just like I did. Duck Laurent. I took French, I took Spanish, and I took Latin. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and now they're all one thing. It's Dude, it is. It's canard. Yay! It's French! Canard. I know French. High five. Why is it canard? Dave. No. Dave. Denied. Dave. Dave will not high five Chicas. Please? Mike, Mark, just get closer. I'm like, hey, all right, what's going on? I high-fived his foot because he wouldn't give me his hand. Dave's making right. jerking off motions at me. hit the mic arm. <laughs> By the way, a, can- <laughs> a canard is an unfounded rumor or story. I've always heard it with uh, with uh, with Jew. Interesting. Um, a Jewish-like stereotype. The old French word canard, duck, morphed Ooh. into canard, as in... This is not going to work. Vrande un canard à moitié. Vendre un canard à... Don't know that last word. Moitié. 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 Refers to half selling a duck or cheating someone. Oh. So it's to fool someone liberally. Interesting. Sorry about this racism history lesson here at the end. And French uh, lesson. I just forgot to to mention that that was super weird. That that is one of those things that Araki likes pointing out. But I just don't know if he now makes shit up when he's like, ah, Jewish people look at the sun to figure out if they'll sell stuff. Yeah. Well, just like, what? Sounds vague. I don't. I should. You should. I should start doing it. Sunspots. He's giving you tips. He's Dave, will you watch future episodes of JoJo's? If you ask me to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. I, I won't. I just assume Chica said she would keep watching. A few people have said they'd keep, they'll keep watching, I, and they don't. I like no. the characters a lot. When I've been listening to you instead of watching, but there are episodes that I want to go back and watch. You as, should. As you should well, the reason why I'm asking is because Dave lives with Chica's. Um, We're roommates. We're roommates. And only roommates. Only roommates. <laughs> if you, you wouldn't mind, I think you should show Dave an episode that is really good. Okay. Uh, Would you, you watch the earlier episodes with Rohan Kishibe in them? Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. we'll watch I mean, this, this episode—it's on Hulu. Did this you know is just. This is. Uh, no, I didn't know that. It's on Hulu. That's how we watched it. Did you watch it with English? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, with subtitles. I was like, oh yeah, they wouldn't have time yet. They only do that on the home releases. This is probably my have, least favorite episode. They have all. They have like three seasons on Hulu. Okay. This is it's season three. Yeah. So yeah, but I don't think I don't know if they're caught up though, because Crunchyroll. Uh, gets exclusive, I think, simulcast. Oh, I didn't look at rights. how, how so far as they go. But... Yeah, this season uh, ended in uh, December, I think. Really? Um, the reason, so there's other, believe it or not, there's other JoJo's podcasts, okay. but... Hi, guys. One of the things... No, 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 they don't. don't. Oh. Uh, one of the things <laughs> I did was... the number one JoJo's podcast. We started with, hell yeah, <laughs> with this in part because I want to get current because soon they're going to do the next arc and then we could be weekly and we could be the companion piece to be like, okay, you just watched it, now sit down and listen to Interesting. A also, apparently round they're working discussion. on live action? They have well? a live action movie coming out this year. This, yeah. In oh, this, no, I'll have to do it next time. But by the time this episode is released, by the time people are listening to this, there was a festival, uh, JoJo's Live Festival on February 19th, that revealed something. At the time of this recording, we don't know what it is, but... What's the date? Bless you. Uh... When this comes I mean, out? No, today. Today? Today, today. Today, today the is the, the 1st of May. Okay, perfect. It's February what? 16th. <laughs> today, today is the 1st of May. It's a David Bowie lyric. Um, it's not helpful. They would have revealed something. We don't know what it is at this present date, three days before. We're not sure if it's going to be, are they showing the standalone movie that's just about a... a standalone? A, a, <sighs> nah, nah. So, 
we don't know if they're going to reveal info about this, the standalone uh, anime that's only about Rohan and, and an adventure he's on. We don't know if it's going to show footage from the live action. I don't know if there has been a David Bowie. Yes, there has. I, 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 I actually wrote down that at the beginning, Rohan looks like... Rohan looks like Bowie. Yeah, the with hair. With the hair. It's and his, the... Like, beautiful oh, yeah. face. Also, oh, there was one shot where he's like standing in front of the truck, like protecting yeah. the kid. He's posing. He's like, it's like an upshot, and he's beautifully lit, and you see his abs because he's wearing a crop top. <laughs> I'm giving the, the... What symbol is this? The okay like, the symbol. Okay. okay. Yeah, the and I'm making, I'm making Miles' face, for those of you that know Miles. No one it's knows like, Miles. No one knows um, Miles. It's like a, a Judge Dredd Italian, frown. Though. But you're like nodding while you do it, so like it's picture, like, yeah, okay. Picture a Robert De Niro impression. Yeah, it's like a heavy frown. Yes, but, but your eyebrows are up, like, you're like, hmm. like, like yeah, it's good. You take a you take a bite of a really good sandwich, and you're just like, bada bing, that, that bada bing. Yeah, Miles is gonna be so proud of me. We dedicate. I'm doing such a good Miles impression right now. We dedicate this podcast episode to Miles. The memory uh, of Miles. We'll miss you. Yeah. <laughs> Flowers can be sent to. Japan. The trash. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> where, where, where Miles lives. Uh, yeah, so hopefully there, there will have been something cool. Uh, if not, I'll probably like put a intro in the beginning of this episode where I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> uh, Nothing good happened. There's, so there's a live action movie coming out later this year. It's directed, going to, it is directed by Takashi Mike, who did Audition. E.G. the Killer, Visitor Q. Oh. A bunch of gross shit, but he also super did... Super happy. Well, well, he also did the <laughs> Phoenix Wright movie, movies. which apparently people consider to be one of the better video game slash anime live action adaptations. I kind of want to see that. I didn't know that existed. I barely played Phoenix Wright, but I would watch it. I just learned about Phoenix Wright when I got my DS. I beat one of the games. It was really fun. They're, they're fun. They're, Phoenix, I, it has I music them. that I love. That's it. Yeah, I played them on an airplane, and it was like, you know, three hours that was perfectly spent on an airplane. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Again, you can feel free to comment or email us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Send flowers to the email account. That's right. You can email flowers. Flower now. emojis. It's a new thing when this episode comes out. Uh, any final thoughts? Anything anybody want to say? Tell us about Space Oddity. What would Space Oddity be like? Um, so it would be a tiny little alien that lives in a... Flying saucer. Like the, the alien from the Flintstones with the really big head? Gazoo? Why? Uh, this is my stand. <laughs> I sound like, like that's the second are, time that you like just jumped right in. Alright, go on. <laughs> I, did, I did notice that, but I was like... I'll turn away. That, that's, that's a couple. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a couple I'm not a part of. <laughs> Alright, I'm not facing anymore. Go ahead, finish. Well, yeah, okay, so he, he's like a, a tiny little green man who lives in a flying saucer. He doesn't have a big head. He's not particular, particularly attractive. I'm imagining him as kind of like a walking stick, but he's kind of, you know, like the bug. Okay. He's kind of like just green. Um, and power-wise, he can just make you dance. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's good. I don't think they've had that yet. Let me think. No. Not directly, anyway. Hmm. Yeah. He, like, sucks you up in his little tractor beam, and you just start dancing. That could be a form of torture, maybe. For some <laughs> <people>. <laughs> We've discovered that anytime Dave and I dance together and he goes to twirl me, I just 
he just twirls my arm like this, yeah, and I don't the, actually spin. Does like spins your, your arm it's like just the hand like, clock. Yeah, she my doesn't... arm my arm turns into like a windmill, and I just the, I just don't know. I don't. You know the cue of like, oh, I'm being spun right now. It just doesn't happen. But you're supposed to. Aren't you supposed to like bring the arm like? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And she just goes, "Ow, you're hurting me." <laughs> That's exactly what I sound like. Oh my yeah. god, you're hurting me. I, I honestly me. thought you were talking when he did that. Mm. Oh, you're hurting me. Yeah, but you think Miles is talking when I'm talking like this. Yeah, that's right. Bada bing. Anyway. Abomination. Right. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye.